Harry is an Australian SAS soldier who's released a book called Eleven Bats, a story of combat, cricket and the SAS. We would have contact with the enemy, you know, sporadic fire or, or, or skirmishes in the evenings. And then during the day, we would pull back into the middle of the valley out of gunfire reach and we would communicate and fix vehicles, etc., and play, play cricket on some pretty dodgy grounds. And there's a classic, I think, a classic image of us playing uh, with our guns slung um, you know, wicket keeper and a short leg and, and batter and bowler. And on that particular day, that was I referenced before, the interpreter was, we listened to the bad guys on our radios. They're talking just on Motorola radios in, in plain speak. And the, in, the interpreter said to me, oh, hey, Harry, the, the, the Taliban commander's um, watching you play cricket. They're talking about it. And I said, oh, is that right? What are they, what are they saying? And um, he said, well, they're, they're commenting on your cricket ability. They reckon you're rubbish cricketers. <laughs> and they were, um, they were sledging us for all intents and purposes. And so we offered them a game. We said, you know, I said to them, bloody go and tell them, that, uh, tell them to come down here and give us a game of cricket. You know, we'll play them in a game of cricket. And, um, and there was a pause for a while. And I thought, fuck me, they're thinking about this. <laughs> and, and, and then even worse, what do we do if they say yes? <laughs> but they, uh, they declined uh, predictably, citing that we would have bombed them if they come out of the hills, and we, we probably would have. But, uh, but yeah, some, a lot of quite surreal moments, Andrew, uh, playing cricket, um, and particularly with the kids, you know, I mean, you know, one of the one of the ambitions of the Taliban there and other forces or, or extreme elements of those forces was to stamp joy, cricket, music, that type of thing out. And I, every time we had a game of cricket in places like that, I felt like we were we were we were, we had one up on them or given them one back. The uh, Australian cricket champion Dean Jones uh, has died of a massive heart attack. According to uh, sources, Jones was part of the Star Sports commentary team. That was... Oh, he's hit that. It's going straight down the ground. Will it be over? Essex, a beautiful shot from Dean Jones. Just short of a length. His death was such a shock to, for him to have a, a massive heart attack and, and die suddenly at the age of 59. It really caught me by surprise. I think it caught the whole cricket community by surprise because he was still, you know, working. It just, it just, just came out of nowhere. Yeah, and I've heard others say that he sort of embodied youthfulness. He, you always think of Dean Jones as so athletic and uh, aggressively charging the bowler and full of life and full of vigour. And I, I think for me it also um, brings back sadness just to sort of happy memories of my childhood and, and, you know, as that recedes into the past that for so many summers I, I think of lovely happy times at the beach or at the pool, uh, coming back in the Christmas holidays, turning on the TV in a one-day game, Australia three for fifty or something, but Jones is already starting to motor, and he was the the, the guy that really gave Australian cricket its its swagger back. A lot of people who are a bit younger might not realise just how low Australian cricket had sunk to. That from sort of early eighty four to early eighty seven, I think is the probably the worst three years in Australia's cricketing history. Um, and then Alan Border was the the one star in the side. Then a, a great side began to emerge, and and probably Dean Jones was the number one of those that that really helped lift the Australian side. But I just want to clear something up from um, last week. There was an assertion made by my co-host Jaleesa that I oh. benched her from a podcast pre-Christmas. And I just have a DM oh, here from Jaleesa okay. from the 15th of December. I don't DM you. Please, uh, don't Sorry, it was a message. Don't it was try a message. to convince anyone that I DM you. <laughs> it was a message. <laughs> you slide into his DMs. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm not doing that. You've already lost the listeners. Well, look, you said also I leave to go back home for two weeks on the morning of the 23rd, which is why I thought you'd be in the car that day. Oh, but excuse me, did I not say two messages before that? Yeah, I could. Yeah, I can. Just so you know, though, I'm in the car that day. But you know what? There's other days. Well, I care about our listeners. And, and I don't Zoom, want to hear do you think, in the car do you think, on her way to Borua. Do you think Zoom doesn't work in the car? Do you think Zoom doesn't <laughs> yeah, work do, in Borua? I, I don't think Are it works kidding? in Borua. Yeah, I actually do. Borua yeah, there's got no internet. way Borua is on the NBN. There's absolutely internet. no way. We don't need the NBN. Yeah, anyway, so I just want to clear that up. I would never bench Jaleesa. Um, I was benched. I was Tim Payne'd. All right, now we've had some listener correspondence, a lot of it. Paula, I'll get your help. Do you want to read out that first review? The one that says horrible? Yeah. Yep. One star. <laughs> can't just read out the good ones. <laughs> Here we go. I, I can't. I... <laughs> no, he's too nice. He can't do it. He's... No, Paul, you're going to sit here until you read it. You don't it. have to read it out if you don't want to. No, no, no. No, sorry. read it. <laughs> They have an uneducated woman. I'm laughing at the second half of it. Sorry. They have an uneducated woman on the show who knows nothing about cricket, and that menace bloke has no idea. <laughs> Do not waste your time. Um. Well, obviously not a fan. I want Paul to read all of our men feedback in future. Um, all right, so um, not a fan there. Now, next one. This one's from Death Claws 667. Oh, wizard number 20. Yeah, thanks I'm for very educated. Well, fuck him. Um, so well played, Death Claws six six seven. Hi guys, long time listener. I thought I'd finally write a review. Love the podcast, especially men as complete bias against England and Victoria. Seriously, lots of thought provoking ideas and at times intelligent cricket banter. Keep up the good work. Thank you to those reviews, even the bad one. And we had some, you know, Jaleesa was saying about the listeners all around the world. You heard from people everywhere, didn't you? Oh, I got messages after that from um, someone in San Diego. Uh, Nick heard our podcast and contacted me that I was talking about last week. Um, yeah, and I think Paul also had someone from Mexico. He was. Yep. I mean, he's a friend of mine, Simon. But oh, um, <laughs> why are we mentioning that? Come I forced on. him to uh, to fly to Mexico, go through two weeks quarantine. <laughs> And just so message. we could say, just say and listen to the show. No, no, he lives in he lives in Mexico. But I noticed after that as well that you you sent me think that we are now the number one uh, ranked cricket podcast in Mexico. 